Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Well, it's Christmas Eve. This time of year is known as the most wonderful time of the year. I think for the most part, that is the case for the majority of people. I know that it can be difficult a difficult time of year for some, though. In either case, this evening, I would like to take just a few minutes and share the heart of God with you in a message entitled, The Name. Names are important. Names give definition to things and to people. A name calls to life the destiny of the person within. Naming something can set the stage for things to come. How many have noticed that? How many of you have kids? And what did you name them? How many have seen that name come out? <laughs> this evening I want to share a few of the names of God with you and what they mean. These names are important because as we will see, they are the attributes of God and are included in the name of Jesus. As we read at the beginning of the service, when the Son of God was born, He was given the name Jesus. The names that we are about to look at are all inside that name. No matter where you find yourself in life during this season, faith in Jesus and who He is will bring His power into operation in your life. My prayer is that you will see and understand God's compassionate heart toward you and that you will respond with a heart of faith and trust in Him. Now that goes for both. That goes for those of us that have walked with the Lord for a few years. And that also goes for those who maybe you don't know the Lord, but you're searching. You're not sure. You're not sure where you're at in life right now. My goal, and I know the Holy Spirit's goal, and it will happen because He's always good this way, is that you will be convinced of God's love and goodness for you. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'm going to break down those four names this evening. And the first one I'm going to go to is this, Mighty God. We serve a mighty God. The word mighty carries the meaning of a champion, a chief, a chieftain, a warrior, strong and valiant, a hero. And of course, the name or the word God is El in the Hebrew, and it means the one true God. So who was born on this day? The one true God who is the champion above all and over all. It literally means the mighty almighty, the mighty almighty, or the conquering God. He is the hero you and I are looking for. How many know in today's day, we love superhero movies? We, <laughs> we, we, we like to have a savior. Well, if you have Jesus... You have the mighty almighty. You have the conquering God. The one, who is, uh, the one who is unmatched in any way. 
And I'm not just talking about in what we see in the natural in this realm, not, not just unmatched in our natural thinking and, and the way we see things naturally. I'm talking about unmatched in all realms. And people say, realms, what do you mean? The spiritual, the physical, every area. Because there's a world beyond this world that is unseen to the natural eye, but very seen by the eye of your heart. The scripture clearly teaches that eternity is placed in what? The heart of humanity. You actually cannot, nobody in here will, will just live out your life till the end naturally and that'll be it. Everybody will spend eternity somewhere. I choose to spend it with mighty God. John chapter 1 verse number 1 says, In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. So the mighty God created everything. The mighty God shattered the darkness when he stood over the face of the deep and said, let there be light. And the darkness had no choice but to flee. Romans chapter 9, verse number 5 says this, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are their ancestors, and Christ himself was an Israelite as far as human nature is concerned. The second part of the verse says, and he is God, the one who rules over everything and is worthy of eternal praise. He is the mighty God, Jesus, who rules over everything. And is worthy of our praise. 1 Timothy chapter 3 verse number 16 says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. Now that's a thought. God put on his creation. He put the same suit that you and I live in, this earth suit, talking about our flesh nature, he put it on and came and lived among us. And people say, why would he do that? So he could be touched with the feeling of your infirmity and my infirmity. What do you mean by that? He felt every temptation that I feel. He has felt every pain that I've felt. He has gone through every trial that I've gone through. And he did it victoriously and then handed over the trophy case to me and to you. Now that's a good win for us. He's the mighty God. He came in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit. He was seen by angels. He was preached among the Gentiles. He was believed on in the world and received up into glory. Hebrews chapter 1 verse number 8 says, But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. Your rule, you rule with a scepter of justice. He is the mighty God whose throne will endure forever and ever. He rules with a scepter of justice. 1 John chapter 5 verse number 20 says, "And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his son Jesus Christ." It goes on to say this, "This is the true God and eternal life." So finally, he is the mighty God who has come and given us understanding of truth and placed us in him who is truth. And because of this, he is our eternal life. Truth and eternal life only come through who? The mighty God 
Jesus. Secondly, he is the everlasting father. Everlasting means continuous existence forever. I had somebody ask me one time, who created God? Because we think naturally. No, he doesn't have a beginning and he doesn't have an end. He is. Think about this. He didn't have to come here. Jesus didn't have to come. But is came and limited himself to time. You know, people say, you don't know, you, you know, you got to walk a mile in someone's shoes. Jesus walked more than a mile. He not only walked a natural mile, he walked an eternal mile. He went down and up. And all along the way, he whipped everything that was against you and me. <laughs> I've been called crazy for believing this, but don't wake me up. I'm enjoying it way too much. This is a crazy that is medication free. He is the everlasting father. Everlasting. The word is applied to the endless duration of God's reign. Father means head or the founder of a household. A group, a family, and my favorite, a clan. Because I'm Scottish and I got a clan. It's Mick Farlane, which is Mick or Mac, son of Farlane. But now it's Sean, son of God. I'm in a new clan. This clan is strong. Like undefeatable strong. I love my father, my everlasting father, because he's rejecting no one based on anything other than if they don't receive Jesus. He covered all the bases. All it takes is the kneeling of a heart and faith extending, and you can receive and become part of the clan. Join the clan. It's a good clan. There's no clan on earth that can match it. Jesus is the father of the eternal. He is the planner of the ages or the father of all time. This does not mean that he is, the fa he is father God, but rather mediator between God concerning all dispensations of time and eternal existence. This is all found in the name of Jesus. What a name. Jesus is the perfect, perfect expression of the father in heaven. Jesus as man expressed God perfectly to all humanity in his day until the, until the present. He will continue to do it until his dispensation ends, or until this dispensation ends. The everlasting father, now listen to this closely. The Lord said this to me. He said, the everlasting father put on the temporary suit of, hu of a human body in order to open the door of eternity to all humanity. I'm going to say this again. The everlasting Father put on the temporary suit of a human body in order to open the door of eternity to all of humanity. Everybody, through faith in Christ, is welcome into this family. 
People say, you don't have to be the right gender. You don't have to be the right color. You don't have to be the right, you don't have to be, you know, people, I've heard people say, you know, are you a Christian? People say, yeah, I was born in America. That does not make you a Christian. But it says on the money, in God we trust. I think the majority don't. He is the everlasting Father. Hebrews chapter 1 verse number 2 says this in the New Living Translation. And now in these final days he has spoken to us through his Son. God promised everything to the Son as an inheritance. And through the Son he created the universe. And the word is actually ages. The eons. He created the eons. People go, what's going to happen next? The Lord already knows. John chapter 10, verse number 10, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible. The thief's purpose is to steal and to kill and to destroy. My purpose, Jesus says, is to give them a rich and satisfying life. He says in verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. We see that the everlasting Father came to give us a rich, satisfying life. The New King James says, life and life more abundantly. This is found in the name of Jesus. We see that the everlasting Father is a good shepherd. And he came to lay down his life for the sheep. Jesus, the good shepherd. Luke chapter 4, verse number 18 says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I love this verse too. For he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. What kind of news? Good news. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released. That the blind will see. That the oppressed will be set free. And that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Now hear hear this. Because of Jesus, you and I are in favor with God. Man, it do you good the rest of the evening, whatever your plans are, just walk around and go, I'm in favor with God. I'm in favor. I've got God's favor. I'm in favor with God. I was reading it yesterday in Romans. I was reading where the scripture says that God has actually made peace between me and him through the blood of Jesus. That I, and the Amplified, it says that I'm in harmony with God. Did you enjoy the worship? How many enjoy good harmony? You can hear it. Do you know because of Jesus right now, you're in harmony with God if, you're, if he's your savior? That means you can go up to the throne and stand there without being afraid. Now, this takes time to work into your mentality. Because most people are so aware of everything that they've done wrong, and they're almost certain God's getting ready to hit them with a big stick. (laughs) And God's in heaven going, we're in favor. That's what's in the name. You don't know what I've done, people say. I probably could guess it. I probably did it. 
But Jesus and his blood erases it. Forever. It is an everlasting covenant. He came to set the captives free. He's known, and we see the third name here, the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace means the peaceful prince. A prince is a person who is a chieftain, a leader, a commander, or ruler. Peace means completeness, safety, soundness in body, welfare, health, prosperity. It means quiet, tranquility, contentment, peace, friendship. Have you ever noticed how little of contentment and soundness and tranquility people have in the holiday season? Black Friday turns into the UFC at Walmart. Why? Because if you have to have a TV to have peace, then you don't know who Jesus is. Well, it's the only time I'll be able to afford it. But if you know Jesus, you'll know you'll be able to afford it, whether it's on sale or not. Because peace is wholeness. Peace is soundness. Peace is prosperity. Peace is strength. It is all that God is wrapped up and then placed inside of you, around you, upon you. And if you hold to it from generation to generation, going from the head of a family down through the children. God's design is not that the, that the curse go on forever and ever. His design is that the blessing goes to a thousand generations. People say, well, I walked through something horrible, and I walked through this and that, but we conquered it. Good. The blessing is upon you. Now, don't send the curse to your kids. You broke the curse. In Christ, live in the blessing. He's the prince of peace. Mark chapter 4, verse number 39 says this. When Jesus woke up, this is peace. He rebuked the wind and said to the water, silence, be still. That's peace. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a, the scripture says in the New Living Translation, there was a great calm. Have you ever felt like your mind was a stormy sea? In the name of Jesus, stand up on the edge of your boat And say, silence. God has got me. I'm going to make it through. He's the prince of peace. Luke chapter 4, verse number 39 says, Standing at her bedside, this was uh, Peter's mother-in-law, He rebuked the fever, and it left her. I love this. Jesus talked to a fever. Do you know what most Christians do? Talk about the fever instead of talk to the fever. And Jesus talked to the fever. And look, the fever had ears. The fever heard what Jesus said and did what? I'm not talking about just anybody. I'm talking about Jesus, the name, the man. John chapter 21, verse number 6. Actually, i got to go back. Go back to Luke 4.39. This is hilarious. The fever left her, and she got up at once and prepared the meal. Not like she recovered over time. 
She was sick in bed, couldn't do anything, heard the word of the Lord, the fever left her. She hopped out of bed and started making turkey (laughs) or whatever, probably not turkey. You understand what I'm saying? This is a miracle. This is what, this is the Prince of Peace. This is Jesus, the Son of God. This is the one who was born. I know we look at the little baby and we think, ooh, look at the little baby. You know, the li- he is the prince king. He is the ruler of the universe. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He is seated at the right hand of the father right now, looking to his left going, is today the day, dad? John chapter 21 verse number 6 says this. Jesus said, throw out your net. He was talking to the disciples. This is after his resurrection. On the right-hand side of the boat, and you'll get some fish. So they did. And they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. I love this next verse, verse 7. Look at this. John says this. The disciple Jesus loved. That's how John referred to himself. A little weird, but, you know, (laughs) just for me maybe. (laughs) Jesus, uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. They couldn't see him. How did they know? Because peace showed up. You say, peace showed up. Yeah, they threw their net on the other side, and it was so much fish, they couldn't take it in. What is that? That's your God. I said, that's your God. That's the one you serve. I didn't write these verses. I just get the blessing of sharing them. The one Jesus, the Son of God, if they would have known, if Mary would have known what was what she who she gave birth to that this day, this time, if she would have known. And this Jesus. The Prince of Peace is giving this example not for you to historically look back and go, oh, isn't that neat? But for you to open your heart to the words of the Master so that faith comes in and you can begin to experience and walk in greater and greater levels of what they walked in when Jesus was here in the flesh. But how many know this? Jesus is just as much here in the Spirit. In fact, His Spirit has multiplied. Because it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I love it. Peace. You say all that fish was peace showing up. Remember, the definition of peace is soundness, completeness, it's prosperity. It's health. All these are the definition of peace. Luke chapter 8. This is another favorite of mine. Verse number 32. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. And the demons begged Jesus, or him, to let them enter into the pigs. This is the madman of Gadara. So Jesus gave them permission. Jesus let the demons go into pigs. That would be a weird thing to see. (laughs) Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs. How many know the man's happy? I know it's a silly joke, but that was the first case of deviled ham. (laughs) 
yeah. I, I'm trying to control myself on the inside. <laughs> Just trying to calm down here. <laughs> then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs. And the entire herd of pigs was now demon-possessed, so they ran uh, the steep hillside into the lake and drowned themselves. <laughs> when the herdsmen saw it, they fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been freed from the demons. Look at this next part of the verse. He was sitting at Jesus' feet, watch this, fully clothed and perfectly what? Sane. He was healed. What is that? Peace. Some people's minds are running so much. They need peace. The Prince of Peace. Finally, he's the wonderful counselor. Wonderful means miraculous. It means marvelous. Counselor means to give advice or to consult. It's to deliberate together. Jesus is the anointed wonderful counselor who continued and increased the expression of the miraculous acts of God in the earth. He ushered in a new level of God's counsel in the earth and then made it possible through his crucifixion for it to continue to multiply and increase. When we choose to come together and receive counsel from the miraculous thoughts of heaven, there is no situation that cannot be resolved. There is no attack of the enemy that cannot be overcome. The wonderful counselor says in Isaiah 29, 14, Therefore, behold, I will again do a marvelous work. Among this people, a marvelous work and a wonder. For the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hidden. Exodus chapter 15, verse number 11 says, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Psalm chapter 77, verse number 11 through 20 in the New Living Translation says this, But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. Oh God, your ways are holy. Is there any God as mighty as you? You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. By your strong arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. When the Red Sea saw you, O oh God, its waters looked and trembled. The sea quaked to its very depths. Verse 17 says, The clouds poured down rain. The thunder rumbled in the sky. Your arrows of lightning flashed. Your thunder roared from the whirlwind. The lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters. A pathway no one knew was there. I love that verse. The wonderful counselor has a pathway out that you don't even know is there. That I don't know is there. But when faith is released from our heart to him, 
it all of a sudden we see our circumstances and we see the way through. He's the wonderful counselor. This Christmas season and every season of the year, we have access to supernatural wisdom. Now, I've got good news for you. You don't have to go to Bible college to get it. You guys can prep that video if you want. I'll give you a little leeway. We're talking about the name of Jesus. You don't have to be the most educated person on the planet to know God. All you have to do is believe. That's it. People say, well, I'm not even a Christian. I don't even know, I don't even know if I like Christians. I've heard a lot of things about them. Well, I would say this. If you extend faith, even if you, didn't, even if you don't know Jesus and you weren't going to receive him, if you extend faith to God, he'll show you himself. He will show you himself. Well, you don't know what I'm involved. It does not matter. If you extend faith, he will show himself to you. It doesn't matter, exactly, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you, in the, I, I, years ago, I was uh, working in youth ministry in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I was uh, ministering with another, a friend of mine to a, we were at a youth camp, we were ministering to a young, uh, a young man. And my friend says, you've been, uh, you, you stay awake up at, uh, at night, you're afraid. You're awake at night. You can't go back to sleep. You're afraid. And he said, I see you crying. The Lord started showing this to this, my friend, uh, by the word of knowledge. And, and the, the young boy goes, what? He goes, you're afraid at night. You, you're not sleeping, are you? You have fear and you're crying at night because you don't know what to do about things. He said, yes. How do you know that? He said, because the Lord showed me that. Because the Lord loves everybody. The devil tells you you've done too many things wrong. The devil tells you that God's the one doing evil things to you. He's a liar. God is not doing evil to you. It is Satan trying to destroy your life. Jesus came to save you and to give you life more abundantly. It's the devil that steals, kills, and destroys. And if you will extend simple faith out of you, say, simple faith, what does that look like, preacher? It could be you laying on your bed, on your back, the lights are out, you're looking up to heaven, and you go, God, I need help. Show me. Lord, just like you parted that Red Sea thing, like that preacher said, Show me how to get out, and he will meet you right where you are. Amen? Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.